right, Thank you for again. tuning in. Good night. We'll see you next week. Right? Man, I'll repeat since I did it in error before we started the show. Man, the trouble we went through to bring you this podcast today, boy. You know it what? Was... I think I know why everything went wrong. Why is that? I was going to take this <laughs> and pour it into a Stella glass. <laughs> And I reminded myself that as I get older, I'm trying not to live a lie. Fair, fair point. Good, but just think, a very good. Um, just thinking of the idea to do it that that might somehow be okay in the world in which I, we live is is enough. To I get have a better luck to rain down. I have a better thing that that's a little different from your um, not wanting to live a lie. I I would admonish any beer sponsors out there. Um, to get involved, get to cracking with Rap Sucks Radio. At this point, we drink brews on camera. We were definitely ready to um, advertise it. Uh, Patreon, soon come, all whatever. I don't know how much that works, but we're on YouTube, on video now. If you know or you were damn with or have friends that whatever, how they on beer, yeah, I'll ask. Whatever. Maybe if maybe if you, na- if you make a, a nice, uh, crisp, homemade lemonade. You know, just send that our way. <laughs> right? Right? Just shoot it over. We'll, we'll drink it. <laughs> right here on camera. Uh, for the low, low price of... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, man. So, it's funny. Because fireworks are insane. Right? They are. But I feel like, man, off and on... Of course, not to the magnitude of last night. Um, uh, for those who don't know, we're recording this on Monday, July 5th. I mean, we've been listening to fireworks for like two years straight now. It just feels like it, it's never ended. That's what I wanted to ask <laughs> so, you. I found a little bit of solace last night in thinking, and I could be wrong, because I saw some mixed uh, reviews or, or opinions that were reactions that were different than mine. I felt... A little pleased with the fact that Los Angeles celebrated harder for the Dodgers and for the Lakers than they did for the United <laughs> States of America. <laughs> I think there's something I, to be said for that. Well, I I, I don't want to get... I mean, it, it could be a pretty interesting topic to try to expound on, uh, although I don't believe you put it on a topic list. But um, yeah, there seemed to be like a weird discomfort in like... I, for the, for those that are okay, you know Juneteenth, of course, has just been made a holiday. Um, thank you. It's all good. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, yay. I don't know. As a black person, I feel like I got to say something about that. But anyway, um, so then there's this counter, right? Because like two weeks later, mm-hmm. Independence Day happens, which of course is a complete different Independence Day for Black Americans, right? So. The way that it was discussed around me for people who are not black American was like a whole different thing today. It was like people were, or yesterday, people were like, happy four? <laughs> well, that's the start. You know what I mean? And I'm like, to you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And to you, happy four. <laughs> because, uh, all right, Kev, let me ask you this. Uh-huh. This will sort of be the opening question. 
how do you, I don't even know how I want to ask this because I'm, let me, I'll just make a statement. Like I'm not here or do, or have I ever been concerned with since I stopped celebrating the 4th of July, right? After a bit more knowledge, I, I don't have a problem with people, you know, enjoying or, or respecting or loving the 4th of July. Like, you know, I, I'm not, I don't know if one should stop the other. It's just a, Clearly, if this group of people's ancestors were not free during that time in this same country, also continually oppressed by the same country, it it's like, okay, that group of people, you know what I'm saying, just kind of gets a pass. Like, eh, you know, they don't really celebrate it like that. Like, it's, it's you know what I'm saying? I don't well, know. It's let's like put Hanukkah. it this way. I yeah. just brought up the Lakers and the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, as long as you're not expecting people who were not free or were not citizens or were not allowed to vote in 1776 to run around with Lakers jerseys or Dodgers jerseys, you know, when they've been lifelong Clippers and Angels fans or whatever. <laughs> it's like, right. that's just right. as long as you don't have a problem with them not doing that. Just like if they did that, you would be like, you would look at them like they were crazy. Like you guys aren't yeah, real like, fans. Why are you doing that? So, <laughs> and you've been saying certain people aren't real Americans for the last 400 years. So. You know, let's it's, not let's not be too sensitive about it. You know, just, just <laughs> right. ask yourself the question: Is this appropriate? If you're asking the question, you're on the right path. You're okay. We're all right. But here's what's even funnier, though. Let me let me just kind of. <laughs> what's even funnier to me is the like, there was some hardcore patriotism though. Oh, oh and oh. it was it was it was very little. Like I'm not saying for me personally. I just kind of saw it as I was you know, at the store and, you know, people don't really happy forth. Like people don't really do that. And in all my lifetime, I don't ever remember people doing, I, I'm, I'm sorry, maybe I just didn't, you know what I mean? But people don't really happy for, it's not like a Merry Christmas thing, but there were some people who were like, Merry Christmas! Yeah, but it's like, America. happy fourth, right? Right? <laughs> happy fourth in this drink, right? 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 It's like, yo, we never, nobody's ever done that before. It's never been a thing like, like why are y'all so hype right now? Oh, man. <laughs> it's, it's the same. We just, now we recognize a, to- a longer or more extended version, or more, I'm sorry, complete version of our history. That's it. Yes. That's it. So, Light your bar, light 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 your barbecue and your fireworks. Like light all of it. It's fine. Yeah. You know, t- you know, tap the bald eagle right there on your forehead. But LAPD went went right up into South Central and just started lighting shit off, man. <laughs> Blew up. Just <laughs> God dog. Oh, oh man, I so really hope nobody was hurt. Me. I don't. I don't think anyone was. Was actually injured, but they, they messed up of. some homes, though. Yo, they said the the like lid that was on top was like uh, eight tons. Oh, what, did, the, did the, the, the lid of the truck blew off the truck? Yeah, and it flew. Oh they said God. it flew like like eight blocks. It was something cra- eight hundred pounds or something like or eight tons, like something. Can't it couldn't have been eight tons, but it was like eight hundred pounds or something like mm. that, and it just like flew. Uh, Flew nuts. like um, two or three, or shoot, like eight blocks or something. It's some crazy number. But anyway, um, yeah, now that I'm throwing numbers all over the place, man, let's go on and get over to the other side. Man, we got a lot to discuss. <laughs> eight blocks um, is a long way. I, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> I, yo, I feel like that's the part that's accurate is that it actually did land. 
Yo, that was a real explosion, fam. Like, like that was a legit. But oh man. Matter of fact, I might look it up while we while we move to the other side. Yo, Kev. You ready, man? Big old Dodgers. A big old Dodgers cap just flying eight. Golf cart with the Dodgers helmet on top of it, just blowing up in the middle of the hood, <laughs> flying eight blocks. Yo, I can't. I I gotta look. I don't know how to look that up. I want to confirm that while we're on this show. But anyway, <laughs> yo, Kevin, man, you everywhere. ready to? You ready? You ready to get this started, man? Yes. <laughs> Why not? All right. Why not? <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> I'm like, yo, Kev, are you ready? Like, can, can we just get you here? Look, you know, being theoretically, <laughs> I can hear the fireworks outside right now. Wow, we gonna get over to the other side, y'all. Let's go. Rap sucks. Radio. Blah 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 blah. What up, y'all? You are live on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy track light for your fam, Kevin Dakota. Flip your wig. <laughs> Yo, we appreciate each and every one of y'all. I swear we do, man. Um, <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in. Um, if you'd like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Um, and if you'd like to catch this on your television, you can go to BTSN. That's Behind the Scenes Network. What you do is you download the app or channel on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. And once you click on that, we are right there with a bunch of amazing content. Um, BTSN, we want in. And lastly, you can also catch us on YouTube, man. YouTube.com slash Rap Sucks Radio. Uh, video content up there. We... You know, we we trying to we you know I me mean? we trying to work things out. So just just bear with us, stick with us. Um, we got we'll be working on some other things, and also apologize for missing the last couple of weeks. Uh, but you know, let's go on vacation, man. How was that? Real quick vacation. It was nice, man. It was nice when went down in San Diego. You know what I'm saying? Chilled at a resort and just just posted up, that man. Sounds nice, yeah. man. It was nice. It was nice. nice. Nice little family getaway. Okay. So uh, anyway, all right. So I'm going to preface, break, Breaking news. Boop, 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 boop. Right. Breaking right. developments. All right. So, so this I describe as has become a, hit the mic, a people from the distance argument for me. Hmm. There have been so many opinions that now even ones that sound right are jumbled into so much BS. That now it's like, you know, people from a distance can't tell who is who. Mm. But we here are going to discuss here on Rap Sucks Radio. Wait, hold on. And, Before and you get into that, though, I thought you were going to fact check the earlier. Oh, I did. I did. Fa- well, I, as best as I could, uh, the ATF did find a 500 pound. So I started off with eight tons, which was just me throwing numbers around. But 500 pound <laughs> lid. Um, it just said blocks away, so it did not did not uh, verify, you know, how many blocks. But my homeboy Silo said eight. Mm. All I know is if if a if if a if fireworks could hurl an eight ton piece of metal, eight blocks. I really hope they're gonna they're gonna test it for marijuana use. 
Well, okay. First of all, yeah, eight tons was a horrible misnomer. <laughs> but um but yeah, that explode if that if it knocks something eight tons, eight blocks, that block is missing. <laughs> like, By the way, is it, it a, is it was it referred to as a lid? Like does does the bomb squad's truck where they detonate explosives have a lid? Something that is removable? It said lid. Like a drop top? It said lid. A lid. <laughs> really? Lid, yo. That's very mm-hmm. it seems it doesn't seem like the smartest engineering uh, hey. decision. I you know, but far be it from me. Yeah. Five hundred pound lid. <laughs> yeah. Do they if it's they have a lot of right explosives, here. do they have to have a couple of people sit on top okay, of let me it? See. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, we're we're here. This is what this is the first time we've ever done this on the show, by the way. Okay. Five hundred pound containment lid recovered from South LA yard after explosion. So let me see if it gives number in here. Hmm. Someone's yard and clean up Friday. The hurling lid was found. Okay, three to four blocks. Is Good what this lord. Says. Yeah. Yep. Three to wow. four blocks. That's like one and a half Terry Crews getting. Launched <laughs> one and a half. It's like that's like four and a half Kevin Hart's getting launched. <laughs> Two plus blocks. Which Kevin Hart? Because <laughs> earlier Kevin Hart, it might be three of them. This might be three Kevin Hart. <laughs> but new Kevin Hart after yeah. meeting after hanging out with The Rock. <laughs> it's probably closer to four and a half. All right. <laughs> so we have. <laughs> At any rate, these, these are definitely gold medal contending distances. <laughs> Speaking of which, who got a chill this week, man? Uh, somebody. Somebody with the Olympics. <laughs> The U.S. Anti-Doping Agency got a chill. <laughs> Kev's topic title for this is The Gold Medal for Hypocrisy Goes To. <laughs> excellent. Excellent title. Um, all right. So the reason for this is, the, of course, you guys, unless you've been under a rock or, you know, don't care or whatever. Uh, <laughs> or under a 500-pound lid. <laughs> that God forbid. Three to four blocks or, or eight, if you talk to Silo. Uh, the American sprinter, Shakar. I threw him completely under the bus, too. First of all, I lid. said it was eight tons. <laughs> First of all, under the lid. First of all, I said it was eight tons. So I already made that mistake. And then I backed it up by completely blaming Silo <laughs> for me also saying eight blocks. I exaggerated the story and blamed someone else for it. That is for shame. But, well, it was, right. it was Silo's fault. It was. It generally right. is. Okay. Um, the American sprinter, Shikari Richardson, who was set uh, for a star turn at the Tokyo Olympics this month, could miss the games after testing positive for marijuana. So um, the, source, the source we selected for this, although it's all over the internet, is uh, the New York Times. Shikari Richardson, of course, is the player, player involved. The U.S. Anti-Doping Agency, the World Anti-Doping agency and of course that good old reefer madness all right so shikari richardson 21 years old won the women's 100 meter race in the u.s track and field trials in oregon last month um record time by the way uh but her positive test automatically invalidated her result uh 
in that marquee event. So the fact that she tested positive for marijuana uh, invalidated any any time results that she had in Oregon last month. In an interview with NBC on Friday, Richardson blamed the positive test on her use of marijuana as a way to cope with the unexpected death of her biological mother while she was in Oregon for the Olympic trials. Richardson, who was raised by her grandmother, said she learned about the death from a reporter doing an interview and called it triggering and definitely nerve-shocking. I want to also state that prior to this, she did own up to it. Prior to stating her mother, she actually kind of directly owned up to it First. She apologized to her fans, her family and her sponsors saying, I greatly apologize if I let you guys down. And I did. Um, again, it's, it should be noted that in spite of the overall discussion that we're all having, she owned up, apologized. And at, upon being asked for a reason, she then said that she found out her biological mother passed. We'll talk about that as well, because I have some opinions about that. Early Thursday afternoon, Richardson's a critical tweet said, I am human. And on NBC on Friday, she expanded on that thought. I just say, don't judge me. And I am human. I'm you. I just happen to run a little faster. She said, adding that she expects some people to criticize her marijuana use. They don't necessarily understand. And I wouldn't even call them haters. That's fair. And a statement USA Track and Field said Richardson's situation is incredibly unfortunate and devastating for everyone involved, but they made no mention of whether or how she would compete in the Olympics. I think we have an answer to that now, though, right? Marijuana is on the World Anti-Doping Agency's list of prohibited substances, both USADA and uh, United States Olympics and Paralympic committee are sign are signatories to the WADA code, meaning they follow its rules. Um I'm going to keep going here. Marijuana is banned only during in-competition periods. So that answers your Michael Phelps thing, which uh, are defined as beginning at 11.59 p.m. on the day before a competition and ending at its conclusion. Athletes may have up to 150 nanograms per milliliter of THC. All right, now we're eight blocks away. The main uh, psychoactive substance in marijuana without causing a positive test. According to the USADA, marijuana is prohibited substance because it uh, can enhance performance. It poses a health risk to athletes and its use violates the spirit of the sport. I think the last one seems to be the most important in my opinion. Her victory of 10.86 seconds made her an instant favorite to win the gold medal in Tokyo and set up a highly anticipated showdown at the Olympics with the Jamaican sprinter Shelly Ann Fraser Price, who won the 100 in the last world championships. Richardson ran the second fastest 100 this year behind Fraser Prince and in April ran the sixth fastest time ever. It's impossible to not see contradiction. This is this is the opinion of the New York Times before we get into it. Oh, this is CBS's opinion, right? It's impossible not to see the contradictions, hypocrisy, and straight-up racism in many of the decisions around the Olympics. Okay, Kev, that was a mouthful. Go ahead. You start. This is fraught. By the way, shout out to anyone who ever handed me a joint that was smaller than 150 nanograms just to make sure that I could continue competing at a Olympic caliber level without uh, to penalty. To be fair, I am a definitely a lightweight when it comes to weed, so that would be, I would be done. I'd be baked on 150 nanograms. <laughs> I am I not know about how not much a nanogram do. is. I want to go into a dispensary and ask for 150 nanograms. <laughs> <laughs> 
of that good. <laughs> they just like spray. They like crumple it and then blow the dust at you. Like there you go. They just, they just go. Someone. They just go. <laughs> like some, they're smoking, blow the smoke in your direction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh right. man, God! Remember six and a half hours ago when everyone was talking about this story, and now <laughs> no one cares anymore. Well, no, people care. People care. That's, I have I have a lot of opinions on it. Do uh, they? It might take half the show. I know. This well, is, yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, I, I I have I have some opinions. I have some feelings about it. You know, and it's a little. It's it's certainly sad, but I I I'm mostly concerned about people who all of a sudden have super extreme opinions on one side or the other. I mean, to me, this is like, this is similar to if you were to just go and randomly kick out all the good people at the YMC in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, just, just for wearing jeans and Tims while they're running on the treadmill. <laughs> at that point, at that point, they, they pay their dues. They're allowed to be there. You're just killing dreams at that point. <laughs> You're discouraging physical fitness. Is that really what we want? <laughs> I um, <laughs> Bed-Stuy Bed YMCA. I have not spent time in prison, but the Bed-Stuy YMCA is is the closest I will ever get to spending time in some sort of co-ed yard. <laughs> Although they have a swimming oh, pool. <laughs> Which is different. Which it is, is different. different. It is. I'd imagine it's different. <laughs> it is, it is right. probably different. <laughs> Let me, um, I hope the weights are like outside on an asphalt, <laughs> you know, asphalt like, you know what I'm saying? Well, the weights are actually made out of cinder blocks. Yeah, I, that's what I was hoping. That's mm -hmm. exactly what I was hoping. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to take a different angle with this because I, I think it's pretty clear, <laughs> but not, I, not I, than you. I hope I've, so. I've, okay. Yes. I have not been to a, uh, I've done enough burpees to uh, feel like I was, <laughs> I've been to jail, but I have not been to any prison. So, um, okay. So let's just clear what it is. Okay. The rules are the rules. She broke the rules. She herself admitted to it. Fine. Right. She, 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 she herself owned up to it. Yeah. Um, uh, fine we're done with that that part to me that part is okay that's not news right yeah. um so what i find most interesting about this conversation is like all of the people that are now coming out as these like magical rule people like these now you have all of these like perfectly upstanding citizens who are now like well, in my where I come from, or in, in the world of, of the other worlds, I, we don't break rules. And if you break the rules, then then the rules are the rule. It's like, okay, listen, dude, fine. Uh, we get it. it. It's a thing. But this is something that I admonish black people and by extension, people of color to stop doing. I Stop doing that. And what do you mean by that, Trek? Okay, here's what I mean. I mean, we don't have to offer up people that make minor mistakes as like this common ground argument to make white people or people who are anti black lives matter or, 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 you know, not particularly on our side, um, comfortable because to me, that's what that is. Right. Mm. Like it's one thing if a person has commit a serious crime, like rape, you know, 
there's an odd defense of those people sometimes. And I'm like, okay, so now you're militant, but I'm, I'm going to wipe that off. Cause I don't want to talk about that today. Felicia Rashad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Can we, do we need a moment of silence for that? We should just, all right. Um, so anyway, on to further technicalities, the thing is, whatever moral standard you hold yourself to is, is great. That's, 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 that's wonderful. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you're on the other side of this, where it's like, it's a stupid rule. Well, yeah, it's a stupid rule. Right. And as a black man, I just find rules funny. I I've always found rule. I've, I've, as a black male, especially one that grew up in a, a, you know, larger, you know, uh, in the minority of my school rules were always applied to us more harshly. <laughs> like it was like any rule was like a super rule. Like, you know, if you sneezed in class, it was like, oh, that's, you know, the noise, it's a noise ordinance and the noise ordinance is over five nanograms. You'd be like, yo, really? Are we really doing this? Yo? But I just noticed that when it comes to black people, the rules are strongly applied and I can't speak for anyone else, but I do know, and I've experienced it that, the, the rules become, oh, are your shoes tied to the perfect lacing of the lace and lace? How are we doing today? And so don't, I, I don't want to play the rules game with people, right? Like, it's like playing the laws game with people. When marijuana was a big, you know, when marijuana, at least where we are, was not legal. And it was like, all oh, these brothers going to jail for smoking that reefer and da, da, da. and it's like okay yeah but see what happened was they just made it legal because it wasn't a rule that was like really life or death it was a rule that was economics it it didn't have anything to do with danger or anything of that nature it was an economic rule just like slavery was once uh, i'm sorry economic law just like slavery was once the law and you being three-fifths of a man was once the law and you looking a white man in the eyes was once illegal and interracial dating was once illegal and you know what i'm saying so when you approach me about legality and rules and law like i kind of be like mm, all right let's let's hear it let's hear how this is gonna go you know what i mean that's generally my approach so i'm just more interested in this really super major moral high ground that people have taken in all of this it's so interesting like yay you're different or you're not because yeah. right well I, okay, because I've seen a couple of groups, a, a few people who I think are super earnest in, in what they're saying. And they're rules are rules. And yes, this would have never flown if, you know, when I was growing up, whatever. Okay. Not that I agree necessarily wholeheartedly or 100%. And then there are also people who are like, well, she broke the rules. So you know what happens. And from people who are, have been internationally known and locally respected screw-ups for the majority of their lives. Like, come <laughs> on, funny. man. Like, it's be cool. So funny. You know? Like, she said she was wrong. She said, she said, I'd screwed up. She, you know, was, is the, is the timing inopportune? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is she going to pay the price? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, but, 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 uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's very sad. Um, but the thing that what I wish that both of those groups of people would look at and then and I made fun of the fact that, OK, well, everyone had, was taking it so seriously and felt the need to write paragraphs upon paragraphs about it. 
you know, 14 and a half hours ago and nothing following up on it is, is shouldn't that be part of the conversation? Part of the conversation you and I have been having over the last six months, if not longer throughout the lifetime of this, this, um, this podcast and, and before it even existed is how does that relate to the way as you, I think, are probably going to speak more to the way rules are applied to to everybody, the, and, and, and who writes the rules, right? right? And when the rules change, do they change because those rules are recognized as being stupid, or is it because those rules are recognized as being something that um, were a convenient way to imprison people at a high rate and feed a, a system that had been built? to make money off of the backs of those people who had done nothing more than consume more than 150 nanograms of something that didn't really hurt anybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? And now the laws are changing to reflect the reality of whether or not that particular substance is harmful or the act of selling that, you know, weed is harmful. But has anybody really said... Well, this is, I mean, not has anybody, I know people have, have reflected upon the many ways in which those laws were created in addition to many other laws to right. fund that, that, that prison pipeline. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, if we're going to argue with rules or argue about rules or have conversations about rules, we should, sometimes there's just rules. And if you break the rules, Everybody knows, hey, man, you're going to go to jail. And right. if you're really famous and really rich, maybe you got a lawyer who will get you out like Bill Cosby. Right. On a technicality. On a technicality. But there are other rules like this that where if you're not going to have the full conversation it's like saying once upon a time and then telling your kid that they have to go to sleep. Well, but see, this you're not is telling the, the whole thing. story. You're not. And, and here's the thing. When we're discussing these, these rules and moral compasses, is it an apples to apples discussion? Right. Mm -hmm. I've, I've, I've seen multiple people, um, you know, this is their opinion. I'm not dissing nobody for their opinion entirely. I'm just saying this is the opinion I've seen, which is like, in my house, my kids know if you break the rules, you suffer the consequences. And I'm like, but are you as parents known to exact bias between children because of the color of their skin or the nation that they're from? Or right? Because it's mm -hmm. a bit different, right? Like if if you as a parent are like, my lighter skin child is treated better than my darker skin child, then this might be an even, an, a, you, you using your home as a comparison might be a, rel a, rel a, a reasonable discussion, right? But that's not the case, at least I like to hope not in your home. So you can't really make that comparison to the ADA, right? Like it's not the same. What happens to you personally and it, is not it's not comparable, and this is the thing about internet arguments, and why I've said this discussion has become a, a people from a distance conversation, as pretty much all internet discussions, social media discussions, do. And and just to kind of know, here at Rapsucks Radio, we kind of are discussing the fallout to things 
on social media. That's generally where we go. Like we kind of take the temperature and then we discuss the temperature, right? But it's anecdotal. Most all, almost all internet conversations are anecdotal and personal and, you know, which is the definition, but it's so you're like, well, my uncle's cousins, aunties, sisters, brothers, and it's okay, but yeah, but that doesn't, that's not, (laughs) that's not a factual basis. That's simply you using your aunties, cousins, sisters, brothers, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, As your own, like jump, start jump off point. right? Right. But when I say, listen, in this particular case, with her specifically, just her specifically, not including anyone else or anything else, all I'm saying is we're going to feel cheated some years from now when this rule changes. Right. We're going to harken back to this moment and we're going to say, see, dude, it wasn't even that serious. And dang, we could have seen, we might have seen Richardson versus Price, which would have been one, you know, an ill moment. In U.S. in I'm sorry, not in U.S. history specifically, but in Olympics history, right? For those that are into that, and you not, and also just aside, you not being into something, just like I'm not into, does it's not it's not relevant. No one care. It doesn't. I don't care if you're not into it. We're discussing it for the people who are into it. People, who, this woman wants to prove that she's the fastest woman in the world. This is a passion. She's worked her whole life to get here. You know what I'm saying? So you not being into it is irrelevant. It's irrelevant. You know what I mean? Just like if I'm not into what you're into, if it's your passion, then my opinion, me not being into it is irrelevant. You know what I'm saying? So that's also wiped out of the conversation. All we're discussing is at least what we're, my discussion comes down to is we're going to feel cheated. Maybe not so personally that we're hugging our pillow at night and crying because that's unreasonable. But we, we're going to look back in this moment and be like, dang, that actually would have been dope. And we would have seen, in our lifetime, we would have seen a moment in his. Which, if you are a fan of sports, these moments are important to you. And that's, You know what I mean? I tell you what, I, I watched a decent amount of the trials over the last couple of weeks. And just one, I, I posted that every last one of these athletes just looks like a supermodel. They just the physical specimens. Men and the women are yeah. just awesome, right? And you watch them, and you know you're watching them on TV, so you can just imagine as a as a grown up, like how awe inspiring it must be to see how fast these people are moving or high how, how high they're jumping. In if you weren't there in person, right? Also mm-hmm. knowing that it's like 158 degrees in Oregon while they're doing all this, right? Um, so yes, it it we're going to feel cheated. The thing that really bothers me about the super extreme, like, well, she should have known this and that, and she shouldn't have done that. It's like, well, okay, well, she already said that. Yeah, like you said, she already addressed that. She said I shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Nobody can you just like I'm saying, you cannot really appreciate how awesome their power is without being there in person, even though I can appreciate it to a very high degree watching it on TV. You cannot appreciate how much she's going to feel cheated, how much she is going to, whether or not she takes, you know, responsibility for it, how much she's going to feel that pain of not being able to be there to 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 mm-hmm. seize that opportunity. You know what I mean? And and you know what? She didn't have to write as many words as your thumbs were able to generate on your little Facebook post or whatever 
She wrote a few words, and you know what? They spoke louder than anything anybody wrote on the subject, right? Um, so like you said, that is, you know, in large part that. However, if we are going to talk about rules and how the lens that they're constructed through and, and who writes the rules and how they think about the world, then we're getting into a deeper area of conversation where, you know, you start dealing with swim caps being outlawed, or you start dealing with people from different parts of the world being disqualified from events because of of things that physiologically the, these U.S. committee, I mean, these Olympic committees, sorry, cannot make a scientific case for necessarily, right? And it and and the the thing about it is it sure does look like there is some sort of a pattern. And the it's the reason why there looks it grief. looks like there's a pattern is because there is a pattern and that's really the conversation that we're having, which is why is there a pattern? It's not I'm not racist. It's like, well no, but you're part of the pattern. <laughs> right? Where did that pattern come from? Right. Jesse Owens was not standing on the podium all that long ago. Right. With Hitler in the crowd. Right. That was not all that long ago. So what pattern do you want to be part of? And if you can decide which pattern you want to be part of, or, or if we want to decide what pattern we want to be part of, then we need to understand where those patterns come from. And that, I think, is the conversation that would be a much more productive conversation that wouldn't last for a heated, you know, five hours on the internet and then, and then sort of disappear. Because right. I guarantee you when the opening ceremony starts, none of the people who wrote paragraphs upon paragraphs about whether or not she should have been allowed to compete are going to be still talking about that. Aside no, from not. hardcore I mean, it, track yeah. and field people, you know. Right. And well, you know, the the pattern, right? Um has a it it seems to really have a lot to do, or at least two of the cases, with just physical, you know, born I'm born with this hair. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the cat fits my hair. It's, you know what I mean? Again, that's a rule that's going to be changed. You know that, right? You know that four years from now, maybe eight, that rule's going to be changed. It's going to be changed. And it doesn't provide any, but people are like, well, that's the rule. Okay, well, then the young ladies, the, the young women in, in Nigeria, where it's a technicality or where the cones were placed. It's like, really? Okay, here we go. And then, of course, the young ladies you were uh, alluding to, young women, you were alluding to uh, where the testosterone count was too high. I, it's, it, I don't know what to say other than here you go. Here you go with now we're discussing rules, who makes them, how they're applied, and and et cetera. And then of course the sister that they're they're saying should be banned from the Olympics for turning away from the American flag, um, making a political political statement, which the Olympics are one big political statement. 
Mm-hmm. That's what they are. You you can try to turn it into something different, but I guarantee you that when somebody wins a race or something and wraps themselves in their flag and runs around, that is a political statement. Pride, pride in many cases, sometimes smack in the face to somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. There have been many a small about to be or had recently been invaded or independent, you know, received their independence country who defeated the invading country and wrapped themselves in the flag and what's up fool what's up now that's what i'm talking about we free in this you know what i mean like come on so again by the way real quick and we love to cheer for that situation right as americans we do we love to we do. cheer for that we're americans are about the underdog but when it's underdog, our own underdog. people quote unquote mm, nah, that have that that. not having that here we're not gonna have none of that in this these here parts no the sister uh i believe the sister uh swim cap that the swim cap's affecting i believe that sister's from uh london i Mm -hmm. what a uk so i'm like it seems a little odd coming on the heels of the whole black lives matter movement that went to you know at least large nation worldwide and now we had this this movement where we again are about to see dominant black athletes in the Olympics, and we're like, you know, let's 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 kind of take these and women, black women, have been the forefront and the strength of these these movements as well. So now we gonna we gonna learn y'all, you know what I mean? But I can I address a second a, a separate point to this, mm-hmm. by the way? Okay. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit um, concerning this because it's something that really bothers me. And I'm not sure. I, I do know that this is discussed uh, amongst variant um, minorities, people of color, whatever. I know this sentiment and ideology is there. And I 100% disagree with it. So the question that's coming up now is like, why do, listen, I'm just going to speak for black folks. Why do we attempt to be accepted or compete in circles where people hate us, right? Mm. And I think that's such an odd thing to say and suggest standing on the outside. Okay, let me give you an example. This, uh, let's say Shikari Richardson, who's likely been running track and been passionate about it since at least high school, She's now 21 years old. She's competed at the highest level, the, you know, her young adult life. I'd imagine it's a dream to go to the Olympics and compete in front of the world. You know what I'm saying? Right? And she's earned it, physically earned it, which is not something that everybody can do. Matter of fact, it's the probably one of the lowest percentage of human beings in the world that can run that fast, right? So she is a unique individual in the world, not just amongst black people, in the world, right? Now me, I've been working out lately and I attempted to run on the treadmill just this morning. I didn't even make it a full mile and a half before I was like, all right, I got to get off of this and um, come back tomorrow. Right. So me, I'm going to tell Shikari Richardson that she should forego her opportunity to live out a dream because other people are racist. 
Mm. Does that make any sense? It makes so much sense to people when they say it, right? Why do you even want a Grammy? Well, I'm allowed to, so I should just stop. Okay. And allow me to, to kill anything that anybody's going to respond with by saying, where is the replacement for it? If there was an African Olympics, then I'd say, you know what? You might have a point. Run in the African Olympics, right? I might say that. I might be like, yo, right? But there is no replacement. What's the, what's the world stage replacement to the Olympics that if a, a person of color, a black, black woman specifically, um, because that's who's been, I don't know, recently just attacked by the Olympic Committee for uh, some reason. Um, well, we know why, but these women should just forego this opportunity to compete in front of the world that their passion that they worked so hard at because other people are racist. Is that the answer? Now, Stephen Jackson said this, and, and quite a few people posted it. Stephen Jackson, the famous NBA player. So here's my question to Stephen. Yeah, what did he say? He, I saw something about. He now he wasn't really rude or disrespectful about it. He simply asked the question. As look, I've heard this since I was, you know, knee high to a goat. Like I've heard that that sentiment my entire life, and I may have accepted it on occasion, right? Like when people talk about the Grammy, but I I think. I don't think I've ever truly been like, wait, I think I've always been like, wait, what? I, did, I don't know. Something about that doesn't sound right, but I couldn't articulate it, But let me articulate it now. Steven Jackson made this statement. Respectable. He's a respectable person. I don't agree with everything he says, but the brother is intelligent, was a, was a hustler in the NBA, very well respected. By the way, it was the NBA, Right a game where the color barrier is broken years before he ever had a chance to play in the NBA. So if, first of all, it was broken by a Japanese man, right? But it followed, many black men followed, right? And other people of color, Native Americans, et cetera. What if they all decided, we don't want to compete with these white people, Right? How do you become Steven Jackson, a basketball player? I'm sure Steven Jackson would have been an excellent anything else. I'm sure he would have, right? But why should he have to be was the question that was asked as this color barrier was broken. Why should anyone, why should they have to be? Now think of all the color barriers, all of the, the, the world stages or high stages that have been performed on by various people, specifically speaking about black people here, um, but I'm specifically speaking about black people here. All of these barriers that have been broken, all of these accomplishments, would it be worth it for everyone to just turn away and just quit because it's, a, it's racist? Fam, it's racist everywhere. All of this is racist. I went to Target. Target feels racist in my neighborhood. I'm sure the owners of Target are not racist. But dang, yo, some of the experiences I've had at Target. So it's like, we'll go shop at Walmart. Okay. We'll go shop at, okay. Fine. There are grocery store alternatives to Target and et cetera. So I understand not to shop at Target. Now, mind you, I haven't had those experience with experiences with the employment there, employees there, or the organization itself. It's been the, the patrons. But with can all I that being some, said- Can I share something with you about Target? Okay. I'm listening. By the way, I know why you may be a little scarred by Target, but we won't get into that. Um, <laughs> nah, don't even do that. Don't even, not on this show. <laughs> in February, I walked into the Target 
and you know, when I'm going shopping three, five months ago or whatever, it's a whole different experience, right? So I'm going in, in, trying to go get in and get out. But it struck me, I don't know if y'all have noticed that at least in the Target by my house, all the mannequins are not just, you know, they remember when the mannequins used to sort of be at least flesh color? I know exactly where, okay, our man, okay, no, 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 I had a different name. The Target mannequins are stark ceramic white, right? Porcelain yep. white, right? Yep. And they had, this is February, had the mannequin wearing a proud to be black t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and and I almost took a picture just to send to you. Because to do anything else with it, with it would have been very likely offensive. So now I'll share it for everybody, for the entire class. <laughs> My right, problem with the Target mannequins is... Why they gotta be muscular, man? Like I don't look like that. Any like, I'm like, yo, wait a minute. Why am I being body shamed? By the damn, just make some sticks, fam. Like we, <laughs> inspirational. This was. This is what this this is hot. This is what this tank top would look like on you if you didn't eat, you know, two In and Out burgers consistently. You know what I mean? <laughs> And drink beer right the whole time. So yeah. this is what this tank top should look like on a body that people actually prefer to see. Now you're gonna go put this tank top on, and it's not gonna look <laughs> anything like this mannequin in color or shape or weight or whatever. You, you out? You know, oh, dad bod mannequins, man. Like something, mm -hmm. something like that. But mm -hmm. anyway, man, I don't want I don't want to beat a dead horse on this. But my my whole thing is like I I don't agree with that sentiment, and I think that that sentiment is very lazy. It's a lazy response because, again, it's coming from somebody like, it not, look, somebody outside of the passion. The fact that I cannot run a mile and a half on a treadmill. Now, mind you, I can run a fair amount of miles outside, which I don't know why, but, but I ain't running no Shikari Richardson, nothing, nothing. And I never, never, ever in my lifetime, period. I ain't even come, listen, never. As a child, as in a dream, never. You know what I'm saying? So, but I have passions. I have passions of my own. And if someone was to say, don't compete in those passions be, or, or attempt to achieve those passions because other people are racist. Yeah. What? It's like, you know what I mean? It's, the, it's like trying to hippity hop everything. Right. Like, I don't want right. to go rap with them because they're sellouts. It's like, well, you don't have to. I guess. Right? But why do I... Why should I not want to compete at the highest level of anything? Whatever that highest level is. Racism is that this is the this is my thing. This is my thing to everyone out there. Whether you whether you you know whether you like it or not, please, my black folks, my Asian folks, my Mexican folks, Central American. You know what I'm saying? South American, whoever you are, native. Racism is not your problem to solve. You're not going to solve it because it's not your problem. It's just not. It's, you didn't do anything, fam. You didn't do anything. 
You know what I'm saying? So to be like, I'm not going to compete because other you didn't do anything. Go live in the world. Like feel, calm. go outside, do what you want to do. Use that money, whatever money and accolades to support your community and your people. But it's, it's not your problem to solve. And we collectively have been moving the needle on a problem that we have no business solving because it's not our problem fam i was just born this color i don't really know what else. what do you want me to do you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i gotta make all these adjustments because you right don't walk down that street fam don't look over that way fam don't rap like don't don't try to make a million dollars as a rapper don't look this don't don't dance don't sing don't smile don't move don't don't groove don't run don't god dog i gotta just not so just not you know what i'm saying because somebody else has a problem. I, I'm sorry, man. I just, I can't, I can't agree with that. You know what I mean? I can't agree yeah. with that. I can't find any space for it. And and if that, I don't know. I don't know what that makes me. You know what I mean? I guess. Um, But I, I just can't, man, exist in the world. You know what I mean? If we're going to find greater solutions as a collective community, if we're going to start an African Olympics that we put on every four years and counter to, not even encounter counter to, just, it doesn't have to be encounter. It's just we the African games or whatever, where all people of Pan-African descent and whomever can compete, but it's under our flag, our banner, our rules as a Pan-African community. I'm with it. I don't have the money to help you get it popping, but I'm with it. I thought you posed a very interesting question, though, about about athletes. Should they somehow be able to figure out what country they should have been citizens of? Mm Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, like, listen, if we, if the Olympic gold medal in basketball was won by an NBA star that happened to be Eastern European, by that, by that player's country. Right. I think we, you know, I don't think we would hate that. We would probably love it. At least the fans of that team here, right? Sure. Sure. Um, it, Cause it's a, that's a compelling story, but that guy is also, or, you know, that, or, or that woman is for that matter is playing in a league that actually, no, that guy is playing in a league that pays him hundreds of thousands, right. if not millions of dollars. <laughs> I was going to say that woman so is it's, not. So it's hard to, to, pay, to feel bad for anybody. Right. Um, but, and, and I haven't heard so much of the, you know, the idea of, of segmenting the, the competition, but I think the idea is that some, you know, I mean, a lot of this also conjecture is spouted by people who've never, I know I don't talk a lot about sports, but a lot of this conjecture is always spouted by people who've never competed at anything. Right. At a, at a level that has made them feel proud of what they did, whether or not they were successful or good at it or anything like that. It's just get out there, get banged up, push through it, whether you, no matter what sport you're playing, work hard, get some self-esteem, and then you can, and then you, maybe you'll feel a little bit differently about it. But I know that the athletes who I see, not just from the United States, but every other country, Unless they were, you know, somehow recruited as robots from the time they were children, which unfortunately, unfortunately, I think still happens a little bit in certain parts of the world. If they went out and found a passion for something and they trained as hard as I know these folks train, they want to be better than anybody in the world. And while they may be the most patriotic people that any of mm-hmm. their respective countries has ever seen. Mm-hmm. 
and perhaps they should be, they're doing it because they want to be the best. They want to beat everybody who trained with them who is a countryman. It doesn't right. matter, right? It doesn't um, matter. But, yes, in America, it's a very, very interesting story because, yes, if African-American people were allowed to say, you know what? I think I'm from that country. <laughs> right. Right. Or I'm just being accepted by it. Right. Things would be a lot. The Olympics would be a lot different. It'd be you a whole I mean? thing. If the entire, and, and this is a, 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 a maybe a, a point that someone who, you know, I just spoke about as far as, you know, that opinion of not competing in space. Okay. You get dual citizenship, which some African countries are offering uh, African-Americans. Okay. Then you compete for that country. If the entire track and field team decided, because Nigeria already has its own <laughs> No native born. So it's like, yo, do we push them out? You know what I mean? But let's say it's a, a small country that that um that has never really been successful in the Olympics or whatever, and they they are funded by um a collective of of um you know well off uh Pan Africans who decide to put together high high um high technology and the best training facilities in this particular small country, or it doesn't have to be small country, but particular African country. And then people say, okay, we're accepting all Pan-Africans. You have to go through a dual citizenship process. Uh, we've already discussed this with the ADA and, you know, we know the rules as well, as far as the ADA goes, we know the rules as far as the IOC, the Olympic committee goes. So if you get your dual citizenship by this time, you can compete. Okay. Now, every black athlete, if every black athlete was like, we going to run for Cameroon, which again, Cameroon already has its own competing athletes or whatever, including the basketball players. Like, oh, when it comes to the Olympics, we actually run for Africa. First of all, the outrage. The out, this country would flip into this. Uh, we would land... You, oh my God, this country would go crazy. I was going to say we that would the, get, those rules would change very quickly. Quick. Oh my God, this, the dual citizenship rule would be it, it completely erased, first of all. Um, second of all, I'd be like, well, there's, there's too much, you know, there's too much African. You can't have African on your shoes. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of, you know, I don't know, just... It's a, just African dirt. It's 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 a, it's a you know <laughs> the rules would just get crazy, right? But but again, that's an idea. That's an idea. Um, some would say it's pie in the sky, but that's an idea. But I don't know. What if my father fought for this country? You, we black Americans are are constantly being asked to step aside and step back and be quiet. But our ancestors built. And work they complete lives off. Not they asses off, Kev. They work their lives off for this country. And and for our future as their their kin. Maybe I'm running for them. Maybe this Grammy's for them. Right. Maybe this this gold medal is for them. Sure. 
whatever doesn't like me and hates me or whatever. But that doesn't, it, I don't know why the idea is if, if I'm attempting to achieve something, I'm looking for their acceptance. I'm just trying to achieve my dreams and aspirations. If mm -hmm. I'm a runner like Shakari Richardson, I am in the most, one of the most unique positions in humanity. Don't compete. Let alone can't compete. Right. Right. But then don't compete. I, I'm just, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I, somebody's got to give me some deeper enlightenment on that ideology. You know what I mean? Because I just don't it, get it. it. It's also the general. And, and that, and I didn't, like I said, I didn't know exactly what Steven Jackson had said, but, um, Dude, I mean, I want to, I want to make sure you know what it's like to Jackson compete. Didn't. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just want to make sure that, 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 um, Steven Jackson was real. Like he was loose with it. Like he wasn't like y'all tripping. He just was like, yo, pose. He just posed the question. So I want to make sure that nobody mm -hmm. thinks that we're like okay. Steven Jackson out here tripping. It's like, nah, he just posed the question. So go ahead. But. It, the thing about it is that we're talking in one conversation about whether a swim cap, which is, and I'm not a, a, a physics professor, but I would say arguably just <laughs> looking at it may not be the most aeronautic, what is the term? Aquanautically uh, robust engineering, <laughs> uh, you know, way to wear your hair, you know, if you want to go fast. Right. You just... You know, when you get out of the water, you still want to have hair. <laughs> right? Or you don't want to have a splitting and, headache. It, okay. So, but, and then marijuana, you know, and this is not news. Probably, it may make you think you've done something fast. But that, you don't get a gold medal in the 100 meter sprint for thinking that you ran it fast. You got to actually run it fast, right? So <laughs> so we have all these weird conversations about 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 that, right? On one hand, but then also it's like, well, now all of a sudden, well she should have been thinking about this that or the other. I think her response made it very clear, "Hey, I wasn't really thinking about that." Mm -hmm. I maybe I should have been, I wasn't. Those athletes are not thinking about anything other than winning in the weeks, in months, in years leading up to every single Olympics, right? Or every single big competition. So now you want to make them think about how they're going to revolutionize the, the idea of world competition and domination, which, by the way, they are already knocking on the damn doorstep of... <laughs> The, the, the by whole just being good <laughs> the whole reason for the rules is because they're dominant to be one of the reasons right. is because they dominate if this woman they simone biles has been through some of the worst like nonsense because she's so dominant you know what mm -hmm. i mean mm -hmm. i i don't get it I personally don't, I, I mean, I understand it. And I think there's a difference between the two. I know why this is happening. I totally know why this is happening. I just don't get what, I, you know why I don't get it though, Kev? As we, begin, you know, as we begin to wrap up. You know why I don't get it, Kev? Mm. Because I don't have the problem. Exactly. I saw some headline. 
Uh, I think the headline was, and I'm going to get very close, which I don't always do, but I'm going to get very close to verbatim. The headline was something to the effect of, and this was not some fringe publication. This was, I think, the New York, New York Times, maybe the Washington Post. The headline was, Gymnastics Does Not Know What to Do with Simone Biles. I did not read the article because I read the headline and my reaction was, put your goddamn pen down and just watch her and appreciate it. <laughs> the Shut answer, up. yeah. There's nothing to do. What do what? Yeah. Do what? Does not know which, what to which do. Which may have what? ended up being the that may have been the point of the article. I don't know, but you know. it's probably it probably was. But <laughs> but it, it, here on this show, we we, we both like do, ain't nothing to do, fam. You know what you do? Take the L. Yeah, yeah. But but I, I guarantee you this: if you have a daughter that's competing competing against Simone Biles, and as dominant as she is, you understand the the loss, the feeling of com- practicing your whole life to be defeated. But it's respectful because in the bowels of history, although your name may not be at the top, if you are the second, third, fourth, fifth place, people are like, yeah, but they was competing against Simone Biles. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you don't get a chance to compete, though, and, That's and a if whole you different are, thing, right? And if you're an athlete who does not want to try to beat the best person who ever played, I don't want to see anything or hear anything about you. I don't care I don't who you are. I want to see you. What's the point? Hmm. What's the point? Yes, it's <laughs> it's very unfair that you're not competing against a bunch of people that are wearing, you know, overalls and 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 doing somersaults <laughs> for a gold medal. Yeah. You know, maybe if it was 1650 and, you know, you'd have, you'd have had a chance to, uh, you know, right. to, 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 to qualify, but, but, you know, that's not, unf- sorry, <laughs> sorry. It's over. You, but, you but, but, out. but they, none of, no, none of those people are looking for that. They want to get up there and be the best. And if they're not, then they're not. It's like rappers. I don't want to see a humble rapper on this for what? <laughs> Who cares? I don't. I don't I care. I just. I just do it for the art, fam. I'm not. Trying yeah, to get the whatever. Money. I'm not I mean, to get the I'm money, fam. I'm just. I mean, no, no. That the, that part do doesn't. That do part doesn't bother me. Like your reasoning doesn't bother me. I'm. I'm. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with somebody saying, "Yo, I just. I do it." What I. I don't want to hear like, "Yo, I'm not trying to be the best rapper." Okay, then shut up and sit down and get get off the stage. I don't want to hear that. What's the point of you? There is no point of you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, I mean, and, and that's not even in a battle sense, yo. I know this show has gone longer than any of our other shows, but I, I'm going to close on this. Whatever for you is what I'm saying to rappers that are like, and athletes that are like not trying to be the best. You're, you, you, you're not going to mitigate the failure of not being the best by just not trying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't when, mitigate the failure. Let's give him the coach. Let's give him the coach talk track. <laughs> Listen. Give, give him the, you better go out there and you better you better do everything you can to be the best. Leave it leave every bit of it. I this people they when the, at the time for all of my younger MCs, all of my younger musicians, all of my younger whatever you are, leave Every bit of it on the stage, all of it. You, you don't. You don't cheat. 
You don't break the rules. But you go out there and you go out there to make people feel bad because. about themselves while they're on the field. And when, right. then, when you walk off, you shake their hand and you let them know that you love them and you thank them for giving you the opportunity to be the best. And if you're right. not going to do that, get out of here. Go do a podcast. Right. Right. This go is where you go when you don't want to compete. You do podcasts. Go be, a, go, be go to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo, man, look, we got to get out of here, man. Yo, <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in. I am your homeboy, Trek Life, and that over there, that's your fam, Kev's Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> we the best. <laughs> we like to thank y'all for tuning in. Once again, man, you can catch past episodes on rapsucksradio.com. Or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can also catch us on BTSN Behind the Scenes Network on your television. Download the app or channel on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. Click on that joint. We're right there. BTSN Behind the Scenes Network. We want in. And you can also catch us on you uh YouTube, Rap Sucks Radio on YouTube. <laughs> um Crown Heavy available now on all DSPs yeah. and on Bandcamp. You can, you know, download that. Um Thank y'all. And on the count of three, we say peace. One, two, three. Peace. peace. We out, y'all. Two.